0: hey what's up everybody this is drew and i want to welcome you to the learn how to see better podcast it's the only podcast out there that will improve your vision the longer you listen and today i want to take a quick moment to welcome you all to 2022 happy new year it's a new year new reason for excitement and positive outlook on everything going on in your world, so yeah, Happy New Year! Uh, it's funny, you know, it's just about the end of January and to still be able to say that. Some might tend to have the thought, "Isn't it a little bit late for that?" No, no, it's still a Happy New Year. It's all about that attitude and keeping that going through the year. I think that's one of the important things that, that people try to remember uh, or that people would do well for themselves to try and remember, right? How many of us are excited about the, the first of, of March? We're cracking jokes on the first of April, but what about the first of May, right? Uh, you know, some of the best things that that we can do for ourselves uh, really just have to do with getting uh, reexcited about them at the start of the cycle, right? Every month is like a new beginning. Every week is a new beginning. Every day is a new beginning. So how can we use these little uh, these little life hacks, so to speak, to reignite ourselves? Uh, because as we all know, sometimes there's there's hard days that we have to deal with things that we might not necessarily care. Uh, to have to handle but you know what once we get them done and marked off our list chances are we feel a lot better about them and they're behind us Um, and especially when it comes to doing things that we know uh, that we want to do that are contributing to uh, our outlook our goals our intent right Uh, so this is just that friendly motivator here at the end of the month to uh, get everyone reinvigorated just like it was the start of the month because in any moment, in just another day, it'll be the start of a new month, and that's uh, one to get excited about, right? Start of February, love is in the air, Valentine's Day right around the corner. Uh, but still a new year, and not too late to begin anew, and have some new uh, firsts for you in your world. I've got some new firsts in, uh, in my world that I like to celebrate. It's always important to, to celebrate your wins, and uh, how are we doing the new things that we have to introduce into our world to get us closer to where we're going. And that's uh, one of the questions I try to ask myself. When do I challenge myself to do different things? Uh, How comfortable am I in my current routine? When was the last time I deprived myself of something that I enjoy, either for a test or maybe for good reason, right? Uh, So simple things that we can do to add a little bit of variety and uh, interesting experience to to life, right? it was funny, I was thinking about uh, just a couple of months ago, uh, my wife and I ran a, a challenge that uh, was designed to help people get their energy back, right? And that's what we called it, the Get Your Energy Back Challenge. And it was pretty cool because it consisted of three simple things, three simple things. Count them, one, two, three. Three simple things. The idea was you had to uh, hydrate. We all know how important it is to hydrate. And so that was one thing. Uh, you had to hydrate, have at least your eight glasses of water. Uh, eight ounces of eight glasses of water. And then you had to abstain from alcohol. Yeah. Whether you drink or not, right? If you didn't drink, that was easy. Maybe more of the focus was the water. Maybe if you drink and that was going to be a little bit of a challenge, Hey, you know, get introduced to the idea of of making that small, uh, experience of deprivation, test you, see how you handle yourself, right? Are you a little bit cranky or can you handle it with grace and, uh, subtle changes like potentially clarity of thought or different changes in sleep habit or mood. Uh, And the final one that was the real uh, trifecta icing on the cake was the idea of these positive affirmations and the power of the positive affirmations and how uh, when done daily. You know, 10 positive affirmations in any area of your life can really do a lot to help boost your mood, your attitude. You think about the idea of hydrating and beginning to purify your body and, and keep some of the toxins out. I mean, you're really just in a very short amount of time allowing yourself to kind of stuff the ballot box, so to speak, with just positive goodness where you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, change the tides of things uh, for my world, right? From an energy level perspective, because once you recognize that you can hack your energy level pretty easy. It's like, oh, huh, I can use this, you know, change of mind state and change of mood to, you know, effectively uh, get myself so excited that uh, I see my obstacles, I see my challenges, I see the things associated with my goals that uh, look like hurdles or hard work. Everything just kind of diminishes as far as its magnitude, and it makes it a lot easier to start to build momentum and to use that energy and apply that energy with some good intent to start moving forward and most importantly building momentum we all know about the big mo what the big mo can do for you uh, so I was just reminiscing on that because uh, even though that was an energy-based challenge to help reinvigorate people before the holidays and that was part of why we held it when we did it's one of those things that I think about now as you know we get the year underway and how uh, you know a lot of people uh, when they look at their new year's resolutions and ways they want to hit the ground running the best of intent will not prevent obstacles <laughs> and inopportune things from putting a dent in your plans. And so how resilient can you be? How can you bounce back? You know, where's the, uh, the rubber ball element to your persona that gives you that resilience to get back up. Right. You know, like a quarterback throwing a interception or getting sacked, you still have to have a short memory in, in some instances because you don't want to hang on to the emotions tied to, uh, times where you're pursuing something and maybe don't keep pace, right? Maybe you're running a race and you're having to slow down a little bit. Maybe you're getting a side ache. You drank a little, lot, too much water on the last break. Maybe your ankle's sore, you know, maybe your toes giving you trouble. You got a hole in your sock. There's all these things that, you know, on the marathon or on the journey of what we're doing can seem to ail us. Uh, there's the presence of mind and presence of thought. We have to make sure to include, um, uh, that allow us to step back you know they say sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees and that's that's important to keep note of because sometimes you have to step back from a situation that might seem troubling whether it's a specific event like something happening to you and how you react and respond to it or whether it's something a little more subtle like losing momentum um, drifting with you know life or a goal or certain habits that Aren't in alignment with your intent, right? So, how do we kind of nudge ourselves back onto the right path? And that's one of the things we have to remember is that to get us motivated, it's it's typically either inspiration or desperation that motivate us enough to make a decision and move and actually change. So, so circumstances that surround us that help put us in that state to act, right? To act with urgency. But there are times when you know time passes and maybe you know the winds change a little bit and the urgency passes or something time specific might um, be like a checkpoint in a race car game. Okay, you, you bought yourself some more time, but have you really addressed the thing that you need to deal with? And those are moments where we have to remember that uh, we have the power to get ourselves back on the wagon. Right? It's the idea of like, oh, I'm drifting, I'm falling off. Well, you can fall right back on. You know, if you lose a habit, you can rebuild a habit. You know, it doesn't take the same 21 days to lose a habit that it did to build it. So we have to be able to appreciate that. Um, it's just kind of the laws of nature. And it's funny because I've been doing a little bit more uh, gardening lately and having fun growing my own vegetables, which is, which is pretty cool because in the winter in most places in the country, you can't do that. It's snowy. It's icy. But in Arizona, we've got 70 degree days, blue skies, sunshine, days full of sun and so uh you know some of your cruciferous vegetables your broccoli your your kale your cabbages even lettuce they all do really well in the wintertime right Uh, in arizona because you can get the sunshine and the cooler weathers that they're not going to wilt so that's pretty cool but you know some of these things take quite a while to grow you grow one plant and then you could eat it within a week, right? It takes months to grow and you could eat it in a week. So there's a certain resilience that comes from understanding the laws of nature and knowing that, you know, it takes a lot longer to build it, to grow it, to create it than it does to consume it, to destroy it, to burn it down. And so we always want to keep our mind on the momentum that we're creating for ourselves. Because like one of my mentors told me, it's you know it's a battle of hard and easy going on in your world. And we have to kind of know where we're at because, you know, some people choose to uh, take the easy route early on and that may serve them early on, but that can tend to make things more difficult later. So you get easy on the front end, hard on the back end. But what about individuals that look at a reverse philosophy and, you know, develop the good strong work ethic and, and create, um, you know, uh, the good positive habits that'll get you to the place you want to go early on and do the hard things, they tend to make things a little bit easier for themselves, right, later on. And that's typically how the story tends to go. And, and so obviously there's going to be some some edge cases that might try and challenge that story, but I think you all get what I'm saying from the aspect of, uh, you know, do the things that we know we need to do to create the momentum and take advantage of the opportunity when the mood is right. Because the mood won't always be there. And if we rely on our mood to dictate our action, well, we're a lot less likely to get to where we wanna go percentage-wise if I were gonna bet the odds of it. So if you can look to change that and say, all right, how can I really put the odds in my favor and do the things that I know need to be done and learn how to recognize the elements in my environment that I can control and change like my input is an example what do I need to put myself in a good mood a good state a good uh, state of mind right Um, you can do it with music you can do it with motivational materials books audio video right there's some great ways to be able to control your state um, when you do that and that's pretty cool because it's like you can almost um, recreate an event sometimes, right? If you ever felt like you were a little bit closer to a certain music album after you went to the concert and heard them perform it live, and then after the show you hear the song again and it, it seems that much better because you can experience it in a different way. So that's pretty cool, right? So being able to revisit some of the things that we want to do in our own world, it's kinda like pre-play and then replay, plan it out, get excited again relive the event, relive the emotion, relive the excitement about why you want to do some of the things that you set out to do, even if some time has passed since you've been taking action towards those. Because if you can kind of resurrect that feeling, you know, if you've lost that loving feeling, find a way to resurrect it because uh, you could be very powerful if you get your intentions right uh, once you get back into that mood. And that's that reminder that it's like, ah, uh, it's not lost forever. And that's only a decision. So think back to how uh, certain experiences have moved you. What were the circumstances surrounding those events or experiences? Which ones, when you pick and choose the best ones, can you recreate? Right? You know some movies or events might have a playlist where if you hear a certain song it can take you right back to a certain point in time. Have you right around the same group of people or the same energy or the same, you know, good vibrations, right? And that can play a key role because it allows you to be very powerful in your intent. you know? And so I wanted to kind of give this quick, calm, motivated message for the mind as we look to move to the next month and we look to make sure that we're moving the direction we want to go. And that is going to be what helps to lay the groundwork with each step for additional confidence, additional momentum, additional clarity in that intent. So give that some thought wherever you're at at this phase in the new year. Do you feel like you're on track? Share a little something. Celebrate that. Be sure of it. If for whatever reason you don't feel like you're quite as calibrated, keep in mind you can recalibrate. You can reaffirm some of the things that you intend to do. And bring back that energy, right? That definiteness of purpose. So, this is just that friendly reminder to keep everybody going uh, as we wrap up month number one of year 2022. A little motivational message from Drew. Me to you. Hopefully, it finds you well. And until the next episode to learn how to see better, it's your host, Drew Davis. And thank you for listening. Be sure to share it with a friend. And I'll catch you on the next episode.